0: Tags that have there they are angels for the angel tree. Now, on the tag there it says tag number, and on this one it says H120. toy. is for a uh, that's for a person who. Um, excuse me. That the, that is the person's uh, little sign and symbol. That's that's how to identify. It doesn't have specific names, but H1 is that particular child. So um, the the age of the child is 10, and it's a little girl, and her wish is for some rollerblades size uh, four and a half. That is her, that's her wish, okay? So, we have to have these back by Friday, okay? And you think, oh my golly, that's, uh, that's so quick, but not really, because you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. Now, they can be returned to, if you have it by if you have it by tomorrow and you're going to uh, Sister Robin's house for our ladies gift exchange then you can certainly bring it to Sister Robin then if you have it by Wednesday and you're going to be here for our Gideon conversations class at six forty-five, which was really nice and and informative then you can bring it then or if you are, if you're local and you get up with Sister Robin or you're local to me and you get up with me, then we can uh, we can find a place to, to meet together and get it on Friday. Or if you really, you're just running late and Friday's just not working for you, you can run it by the Davidson Police Department yourself. Okay, so lots of options. But today, if you will, um, just grab a grab a name off the tree. There are some of us who have already who who went yesterday who've already gotten their uh their tags. So please grab one and i uh, and bless the child this this holiday season. Amen. So again, tomorrow is the you gonna oh, okay, sorry. Uh tomorrow is the gift exchange. Six thirty at Sister Robin's house. If you don't know how to get to her house, um she will give you the address today and Wednesday is our Gideon Conversations they're going to teach us how to uh, they're going to continue teaching us how to witness to people how to be comfortable sharing our testimony and, and talking to them about the Lord and um, the 14th is our church Christmas party it will begin at 630 but if you're not here at 630 that's okay because it's a party okay you can, you can come uh, fashionably late and that's all right just bring us some food when you come <laughs> bring some party food and have a party attitude and we are going to have a great time we normally have uh, Christmas carols and I know uh, Amanda's playing some games for us yes so we're gonna have a great time uh, enjoying ourselves invite people because people who do not uh, who do not normally come to church might come for a party so it's a it's a great way to uh, introduce people to the church and uh, and, and get them involved in one way or another. So any other announcements, we will certainly let you know. And um, I, this week, well, on Friday, I got a call. And the, the person who called me said, I got a need that needs to be taken care of right now. said, I need you, I need some intercessory prayer. I need you to pray and uh, and get in touch with the Lord because this situation has happened, and it was not anything physical, uh, but it was a need that they had, and said that this this thing messed up, <laughs> and we need to get it fixed, and if if I don't get it fixed, then we're going to be in a big mess of trouble. <laughs> so I said, all right, and and we began to pray, and we really you know got in touch with the Lord and and talking to Him and really just telling him very specifically what we what we were asking for not just say Lord your will be done but it was very specific Lord we need this to happen we need this door to open up we need for this person to check off on it and we need for all this to happen very quickly in Jesus name amen (laughs) and within two hours that person texted me and said that the first part had been taken care of and then they text me by the end of the day and said a second part had been taken care of so i just want to tell you <laughs> god answers prayer and when we are specific with him and when we tell him lord this is what i this is what i want this is what i'm asking for as your child i believe that you can and you will do this for me when we pray He answers. He hears us and he responds to us. Amen. Let's stand this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in the service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your blessings and grace. God, I thank you and I praise you because you are great and greatly to be praised. God, you are mighty and strong and powerful. And God, I just thank you because when we have a need, we can approach you with that need. We can bring it before you and ask for your will to be done. We can ask specifically for things to happen and we understand that If we are following your commands, that we can receive what we ask. God, I just pray that you would work and move in each and every life of every single person who's here. God, I thank you and I praise you that you have brought everyone into your house today. I thank you for those who are watching online. And God, I just pray for those who were not able to be here for whatever reason. If it's because of sickness, if it's because of, of having to work. God, whatever it may be, I just ask that your presence and your spirit be with them right now. God, I pray that a revival come in this place place. Holy Spirit, have your way. God, there is no one who is here by accident, but we have all come for the purpose, the intention of receiving from you whatever it is that we need. God, we just we lift you up. We bless your holy name. We thank you for all that you do and all that you are. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
1: When darkness tries to roll over my bones, when sorrow comes to steal the joy I own, when brokenness and pain is all I know, I won't be shaken. No, I won't be shaken, because my fear Doesn't stand a chance When I stand in your love No, my fear doesn't stand a chance When I stand in your love No, my fear doesn't stand a chance When I stand in your love Shame no longer has a place to hide Not a captain to the light I'm not afraid to leave my path behind no I won't be shaken no I won't be shaken
0: Father, we just lift you up in this place. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord.
1: Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. And you're worthy of all the praise we could ever breathe. And you're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you open up my eyes in wonder show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around worthy of every song. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. And you're worthy of all the praise we could ever breathe. And you're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. And Jesus tonight. Jesus, the name above every other name, and Jesus, the only one who could ever say, you are worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you, God, we live for you, and we sing holy, there is no one
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name,
1: Lord. There is a river of gladness that pours from him, man. whale's veins. The sinner was plunged. Beneath the flood and got saved. Since then I walk in forgiveness. All of my guilt was erased. The chains of the past, they are broken at last. I got saved. Oh, I got saved. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord I'm restored and made right He got a hold of my life I've got Jesus, how could I want more? I've received nothing but goodness I've tested and tasted His grace I was so lost till I fell at his cross and got saved, oh, I got saved. Now I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? Of God pulls me up higher. His will is stronger. That's why I got saved. Now I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of my Lord. I'm
0: praise this morning he is great he is great
2: some of this that we feel here at home watching I hope you feel some of that Amen, amen. God is good, isn't He? He is a great, great God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Our mission is, and you see it on the wall on the left as you go out, and you have this card close to where you uh, read and study some in the mornings, or afternoons, or evenings, whenever it's best for you, and on the other side. It's our vision. And this is just its very easy to remember. It's very easy to keep close to our heart. And it'll, it'll bless us each day. I know it will. It blesses me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Blesses me. Genesis starts out in, in telling us that those that will bless you, I will bless them. If we bless Israel, if we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, praise God, he will bless those that bless Israel. Amen. I, I don't know what he might bless those that will take a child and, and bless them. Uh, there's a lot of times during the year that we give to ourselves that when it comes time for Christmas, what do we need? Amen. Amen give it to somebody else, amen, bless somebody else that's uh, maybe not as privileged as I am or you are, amen, and God will help us, I believe that, praise the Lord, a pastor spoke to us about Wednesday night, and it is good, boy, I enjoyed that, if you missed it, you missed a treat, and I know that some of you had to miss and could not be there, but you missed a treat. And Brother Mike, wasn't it good interaction, and it was a great night. It was just good. One of the scriptures in there, and one of the thoughts is to memorize scripture, and this we do on the Joy Club thing. Uh, we write some scriptures down for us to study, and if you got yours for the last two or two months before, we won't have another meeting until January, but... Um, Uh, study scriptures, memorizing scriptures. What are some good memorizing scriptures? One of them is in this book here, and it's uh, Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, I know that Tony's not going to go to Belgium and start preaching, but he does have neighbors, he does have friends, he does have co-workers, He does have people that he associates with. And sometimes, Kim, when you're buying gas, you might be able to speak a word to somebody and preach the gospel. Praise God. Well, Matthew uh, 28 19, he says the same stuff, but he uses the word teach. Teach them all the things that I've told you and that they may observe them and train them and make disciples. That's what we're about, isn't it? Making people like us. Wouldn't it be more of a great world if we had people like us? (laughs) Hallelujah! (laughs) Praise the Lord. But we're trying to duplicate ourselves as Christians, okay? Praise God, and that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Amen. Our pastor mentioned to you about prayer and God answering prayer. And too often, uh, too often, even Christian people, we leave that answering prayer to the Bible, to the Bible days. Oh, it happens today. Somebody jump over the church with the preacher. Praise the Lord. When I said preacher, Sister Dean said to me, uh, preacher, You'll always be my preacher, but Jennifer is my pastor. Praise the Lord. And then Wednesday night again, they ask us just to write our name on our, so I wrote mine at the top like uh, an unwise individual does. Rather than searching for it, it, says name. And, oh, you did the same thing. Well, uh, I started say it could be age, but I don't guess so. I'm older than well, you. But but and I put preacher, you know, and and so Sister Dean said you always be preacher. But Jennifer's my pastor, and I tell you, we've got a great pastor. Oh, and prayer answering, as she had mentioned, wow, just this past. Hers was on Wednesday, ours was on Thursday. Um, my wife prayed for me on Thursday. I mean, in the moment, in in that very moment, and I'll tell you, Sister Dean, God has done a miracle. That's testimony service. God has done a miracle. Uh, Going to pick up the church van, and um, so walking into or up to the business, there's about this much rise. To the sidewalk that I didn't notice and didn't look for, and so my big feet, or well my big shoes, my, my feet's not so big, my shoes are big, my big shoes caught it, and the only thing that kept me from falling on that concrete and maybe breaking an arm or something was that my head busted right against the wall. grabbed my head. Oh, Lord. Going inside, I guess the folks inside thought I was crazy. Lord, please help me. Lord, have mercy. Oh, I have busted. Lord, please. When I got back to my wife's car, because she brought me up to get the van, uh, I said, just pray for me. She said, how are you doing? Just pray for me. Was she all right? Well, she didn't say all right, but she just reached her hand out and started praying. <laughs> oh, Sister Julie, hallelujah! I'm not in an operating room somewhere. But God did a good work for me. Now, that's not the only thing. Things and things and many things along our way, and in our life, we see that God answers and touches He's a mighty God. He's a great God. Not only did He save us from our sin, did he clean us up and made us whole and made us ready for heaven, gave us a, a comforter called the Holy Ghost that will bless us day by day and keep us up. And he does continually restore our soul. He's coming again. Hallelujah. And day by day he heals and he answers prayer. I love him for it. And maybe there's somebody else loves him for it too. And you'd say the same. Praise God. Just like yours,
3: We were watching our grandkids, and down and And he comes
2: down and he did it several times. Oh, my. my um. husband, and he's trying to keep my grandson he and he Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh Oh my Oh Lord. Steve Steve give God praise. Steve give God praise. You're watching? Steve give God praise. Hallelujah! Amen somebody else amen yes, sister oh
4: Lord
2: yes. the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise God. God. Amen. God does answer prayer. Uh, how many times you lost your? Oh, praise God! Yeah. Amen. Praise God! Yeah. How many of you lost your car keys or a credit card or wallet? And Lord this is God uh, have help I can't make it. And, uh, the Lord shows up in here. Good sister Julie go ahead. Okay, so and and has the yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh. Just Praise God. Glory. Hallelujah. God, we love you. God, we love you. Hallelujah. Oh, let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's good, isn't he? Oh, praise the Lord. And David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning and welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. Glad to have all of you with us this morning. It's time to receive. Uh, uh, Devin is glad to have you with us this morning. I think the last time I saw you I had hair. so <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a little while. So, Well, well. <laughs> but it is good to see you. See, after all that time you've changed. And when you change, I don't know who you are. If you hadn't told me who you were, I would have just, I wouldn't have known. But I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's good to see you and being in church. Yeah. It's time to receive our tithe and offering if our usher will come at this time. You're not going to Belgium, right? T- <laughs> Brother Joiner? will you stand and bless that we offer you?
5: good to be in the house of the lord and feel his presence this morning these testimonies today have just encouraged me and blessed me it's just been good to be in the house of the lord already hasn't it um you know sometimes with with our own needs and we're very intimidated or prideful or whatever the word might be to ask people for help and sometimes i think that's some of the reason that um (laughs) The Lord has said to ask Because it kind of knocks some of the pride out of us When we recognize who he is We recognize that he is our source and our resource for anything And that we are reminded that Where two or three agree as touching any one thing He said he would do it And you guys have testified to many things this morning And I praise him And that should encourage us that whatever it is that we do need from him to go to him because our heavenly father loves us. And when my kids, um, I had Michael um, a few weeks ago, he said, what can I do to get some picnic ham and and some chicken pastry other than Thanksgiving that I don't have to wait till Thanksgiving? I said, all you have to do is ask. Tell me when you're coming. All you got to do is ask. Tell me when you're coming. And our Heavenly Father, you know, his resources are unlimited. We can't ask for too much. So this morning, um, do you have requests for prayer? Something that we can help you agree on and take to the Father for you? Anybody with a prayer request this morning? Sister Vicki. Go ahead, Sister. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, ma'am. God yes yes amen amen yes he has to God be glory amen amen keep Colton in your prayers this coming week member clifford powell today he needs a touch of the lord anybody else would have spoken request yes sister Uh, uh, amen amen Mm -hmm. sister robin and family situations the lord knows all about it anybody else yes Absolutely. Steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Keep Shane in your prayers. Yes. Yes, sister. Yes. Amen. Amen. For guidance and direction, sister. Amen. Someone else's special need or special request. Yes. I hadn't heard anything about it But yes Okay College college students yes, That were slain Yes Amen Amen Touch those families And lift them up Lord Give comfort Yes Sister Yes We'll pray for, for Pop pops back today Yes my sister able to work and move their sister and we pray for healing and for the lord to just open the doors in the avenue amen oh, yes. anyone else with a special spoken request this morning any uplifted hands the lord knows your heart he knows exactly what we have need of if you will stand with me this morning let's go to the lord in prayer father we praise and magnify you this morning for who you are thanking you O oh god Lord, today that you invite us to come boldly before your throne. Lord, just as a natural father pities his children and is eager, oh Lord, to answer those needs of those prayers, Lord. Father, this morning you are eager, oh Lord, as your children call on you today for very and Situations, dear Lord, where relationships are broken where relationships are strained. Oh, God, today I ask for healing. Touch, oh, Lord, this morning. Work and move, dear God, in those relationships today. God, touch Clifford. You know exactly all that's going on and what needs to take place there. Lord, work, move, and God, your will be done. And accomplish, keep our hands on his children today. God, touch Brenda. God, she needs direction from you. Lord, order her steps. Give wisdom, oh Lord, where she lacks Oh God. Wisdom in particular situations, dear so Lord, in business. God, work, move, strengthen today. Father, those college students, dear Lord, that were slain, Lord, you know the perpetrator. And Lord, I ask, oh God, that justice be done. Lord, that the person who was smothered would be brought to justice, O oh Lord, today. Work and move this morning, God, touch those families and give comfort. Help them, O oh, Lord, in this time, O oh, Lord, of great devastation, dear Lord, to turn their attention to you. Dear Lord, God, for comfort. Help the community, O oh, Lord, and the, the Christians, Lord, in that area, Father, to show the love of Jesus, dear Lord, that your will would be done in their lives today, oh God. Father, I ask this morning that you would touch and move, my sister. And Lord, you see and know what's going on with the daughters of God. Lord, I know, Lord, that when we walk, oh, Lord, in different paths and in different strokes, dear Lord, God, that sometimes that there is confidence, Lord, I ask that you would help her, Lord, today. God, that your love and your sweetness, oh, Lord, would just permeate her. Holy, holy God, this morning, that your sweetness would just permeate through her. Father, today, God lift him up and encourage you, Lord, this morning. You know exactly, dear God, what's going on. And Lord, the steps of a good man are ordered by you. Lord, help him today, oh God, to know your will, to know your direction. Father, your will be accomplished in him and through him in the name of Jesus today, God. You turn his back.
2: Lord, through for every
5: uplifted hand, Lord,
4: I ask that you would touch and work. the Father, in your way. Jesus.
5: Sister Kim has asked for special prayer this morning, if you will. Um, come and help us anoint. And pray for her. She's doing what scripture says. If any sick among you. Let them call the elders of the church. And anoint with oil.
2: Hallelujah.
0: man, Um, so all the the names have been taken. Once again, remember that if you are coming tomorrow to Sister Robin's house, you can bring the gift to her house unwrapped. Oh, one more. Is there? Oh, boogers. Okay, there's one more. Um, Okay, there's one more. But that's okay. We'll take care of it. Uh, But uh, if you are coming to Sister Robin's house, get her address and and you can bring the gift tomorrow unwrapped with the little tag on it so that we know which kid to uh, identify if you happen to buy anything extra for the kid you know if they only want a gift card and you're like well this kid needs a, a toy too then please uh, label that as well with the uh, the kids <laughs> what i know that would be me yes like this child does not just need gift cards this child is nine years old and needs a, a soccer ball or something <laughs> i don't know i don't know um but if you do that, please, uh, please don't wrap it. Uh, you can bring it Wednesday, or you can uh, you can bring it by Friday. Either get in touch with me, get in touch with Sister Robin, or you can uh, you can take it to the Davidson Police Department, and that is where they are gathering them. So, happy birthday, to Amanda. Her birthday was Friday, so if you've not yet told Amanda happy birthday, happy birthday! That's right. Happy birthday! Yes. So last week, we closed our What Do You Think About? series with wondering our reason for existence. And sometimes we wonder, okay, why am I even here? We ask that question, why do I exist? Why am I here? And we're told three specific things through God's word that bring God glory. Amen. I do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we're told that our reason for existence is to bring glory to God man and the three things specifically that will bring him glory to live right to bear much fruit and to use our gifts those are some some of the things and and I'm sure that there are other things and maybe if you were looking at the newsletter you noticed that I challenged you to to go through God's word and to pick out those things that through his word say what brings him glory so now we begin with a shorter series it's just going to be this month because we have today, next week, and the following week, and then the following Sunday is Christmas Day, and I love y'all, but I plan to not be here, so I <laughs> plan to, to be at home opening presents, and giving presents too, but uh, you know, rejoicing in the Lord and all that, but so it's going to be a short series, it's going to be, uh, these, as far as I know, just these three just these three weeks. But our, our series is Hold Up. Hold Up. So what does that phrase even mean, hold up? We hear that, and maybe you've said that before. Hold up. Hold up. Somebody's going too fast, and you say, hold up. Wait. Gives you the idea of, of waiting. Hold up. Or <clears throat> maybe you got somebody in your house It just takes a really long time, and you say, "What is the holdup?" Oh oh my golly, I got one, and that she's not here to defend herself, but she's probably not gonna watch, so it's all right. That child, I do not know what takes her so long. I have no idea. I, I, I do I honestly have no idea because she will say, "All right, I'm ready," and then about ten minutes later, she comes downstairs. I don't. like what were you doing i really have no idea but anyway so the hold up what is the hold up (laughs) what about when we experience spiritual hold-ups i don't know if y'all have ever been in that situation those times that that make us want to cry out god what is the hold up what is the hindrance here? Why am I not receiving an answer? Why am I not hearing from you, God? What's the holdup? What should we do? What encouragement should we take from God's word? What does he say? What is the Bible speaking to us about holdups? Well, today the holdup is the enemy. Hold up the enemy. So we're going to be in Daniel chapter 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. I told some I did not. We're out of allergy pills, so if I start getting all yucky, that's the reason. So we're in, in Daniel chapter ten, looking at holdups for this this first week. We're going to be looking at verses one through three to begin, and it says, "In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long." And he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. Now, this is this introduction to the chapter. This is just kind of an overview of what all is going to happen within the chapter. Okay, so what is actually happening starts with verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all until three whole weeks were fulfilled. So Daniel declared a time of weeping and fasting before the Lord. Now, in the chapter previous to this, Daniel decides to to go before the Lord with fasting and prayer, and he says, God, we've been here. I've looked at the history of our people. I've looked at the prophetic writings that said that it was going to be 70 years of exile. You said to us that we were going to be in this place for 70 years. And God, it's been 70 years. And so God, I I want you now to deliver our people. I want you to do what you said. And I want you to bring us back into the land of promise. God, I come before you, I acknowledge the fact that we've sinned, I acknowledge the fact that we are are full of idolatry and that we have turned from you and done according to our own way instead of what the law of God says. God, I confess this before you and I ask you to please forgive us and let us go back. So this was in the chapter previous and then the Lord began to show him visions of what would come in the future. So in this case, as Daniel is praying, we don't know for sure that he's seeking a vision because he had just received a vision. So he just says to, he says to us here that he was in mourning, that he had declared a time of mourning and fasting. We do hear that he abstained from certain foods. He, had, he did not allow pleasant bread to enter his mouth. And this is delight or desirable. To me, I don't know, maybe it was was cake, pleasant bread. Sounds good. Or just basically any type of bread. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. He did not eat any meat. He did not drink any wine. Much as he had about 70 years prior to this, we see at the very beginning of the book of Daniel that he he told the the king's officials, no, I'm not going to eat all the king's meats and sweets and all that. I'm going to follow the dietary laws that that God set out for us, and I'm only going to eat fruits and vegetables, drink water. And he looked a whole lot better than the rest of them, so they put everybody on that same diet. But we understand that from that point until now, Daniel had... No, he, he was still a follower of Jesus, but he had started eating sweets again. <laughs> he had started eating meat again. So here he declares this fast before the Lord. The Lord. He said that he didn't anoint himself. Now, <clears throat> the use of oil was common for those in the Middle East because of the climate. They would place oil on themselves uh, kind of as a, a sunscreen. And there it was very uh, dry and, and windy in that area so their their skin would have gotten chapped very easily. so they would each day if they had enough uh, means to have anointing oil, they would place the oil on them on themselves so that they would not get dry cracked skin. People also anointed themselves for medicinal and hygienic purposes at that point. He was 84 approximately so um, he, he may have, Need a little liniment, (laughs) y'all. Some of y'all may know what liniment is. If you don't, and it's weird that I know what liniment is, but um, but he, you know, a little bit of a little bit of uh, aspirin, okay, (laughs) anointing his joints (laughs) because he was old. But he he anointed himself, you know, regularly. But in this case, he said, "I'm not going to. I'm not going to apply any." special oils, as a sign that I am serious with God. So then we see in verses 4 through 10, and in the four and twentieth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hiddekel, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of euphaz. His body also was like the barrel, And his face as the appearance of lightning. And his eyes as lamps of fire. And his arms and his feet like in color to polished bronze. And the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them. So that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision. And there remained no strength in me. For my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard, yet heard I the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face, and my face toward the ground. And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. So Daniel had been praying and seeking God. In the third week of his self-denial, Daniel and some companions were walking beside a great river. This is possibly the Tigris River, but this would have been the, the Chaldean name for it, Hiddekel. And it says that a man appeared before Daniel. And this man was clothed in linen. His whole countenance was bright. This word "barrel" is a topaz. So he was bright and sparkling And that his eyes were like flames of fire His face shone like lightning, bright That his entire body, his limbs were the color of copper His voice was like a multitude As he began to speak to Daniel It was like the sound of a great crowd speaking this is much like the visions of Christ and other heavenly beings recorded by John in Revelation. When he saw Jesus, this is a lot what Jesus looked like. He, he saw, and his hair was like wool, and his, his hands and his feet were like brass, and, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. So it's possible that Daniel here is seeing Christ. He's seeing this vision of Christ. Because we understand that the vision that he saw was for God's people but for a later time. So it could be that as he's receiving this vision from Christ, he is receiving the vision that was given later to John to tell us about Revelation. So he comes he comes face to face with this man and... Daniel's companions who were with him, they felt a great shaking, but they did not see a vision. Now, there are some of y'all who may already be with me, but if you're not, get ready, because this is exciting. They, they saw nothing. So Daniel's there, and he's, he's seeing this man come before him in this great, amazing vision. kind of frightening. But all that they experienced was a shaking. And they were so frightened that they ran away and hid themselves. Daniel alone saw the vision. He says this twice. He makes mention of this two times. I was the only one that saw this. I'm the only one who had this experience. And it says that the voice of this man put Daniel into an unconscious state. He fell face down as he received this vision. And then it says that a hand roused him and brought him up onto his hands and knees. Then we see in verses 11 through 13. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the king's. Of Persian. So Daniel received the vision from of the man who was speaking to him as he was in an unconscious state. And then another person, a messenger, came to him and touched him, raised him up, said stand up and I'm going to explain this vision to you. He called him Daniel, man greatly beloved. Three times in this book Daniel is referred to in this manner. This was the way that Daniel had described the food from which he had refrained. Now if y'all watched I, I'm not trying to take from Jensen Franklin if y'all watched the uh, the message that I posted on the newsletter he did speak he he did speak about this. Okay? So I'm not I'm doing my, I'm not trying to copy Jensen Franklin, it was a great message, if you haven't listened to it please do, it's on this past week's uh, newsletter but this is the way that Daniel describes this food, greatly beloved (laughs) this food that I love so much (laughs) again, you know, if I'm thinking about food greatly beloved I don't know, again, chocolate cookies really any bread at all, pasta, food, greatly beloved. But he had given these things up to receive this vision. He had laid these things aside, these things that were important to him because he wanted to receive from the Lord. So as he gave those things up, the Lord identified him as a man greatly beloved. He stood him up, Daniel, one greatly beloved, he is told to stand and receive this word, and he stands up trembling, whether it was from fear, from age. but he said, your prayers have been heard. He stood him up and he said, your prayers have been heard. From the first day that you began to seek From the very first day that you set your heart to understand. From the very first day that you set aside all these pleasant things in order to meet with me, in order to receive from me, God sent an answer. The minute that you began praying, God saw, I'm setting these things aside, God, I want to get serious with you. I've set these things apart And I'm setting myself apart. And I need answers. I need understanding. I need clarity. I need direction. God, I I need you to show me what I'm supposed to be doing. And I set these things aside in your honor, God. And the messenger said to him, as soon as you did that, God answered your prayer. But. He said, as soon as you did it. I was dispatched with vision and insight. I was sent to you. But there was a holdup. This three-week holdup. Because if I was Daniel, I'm okay. (laughs) Look, I've been refraining from these things for three weeks. You tell me that that I received an answer day one, and I've been doing this this whole time. What's the holdup? And maybe you felt that before. God, I've been praying for this for a while. Do you hear me? What's the holdup? Why am I not receiving an answer? Well, sometimes the hold up is the enemy. He said the prince of Persia withstood, and this word literally means to stand in front of this messenger for 21 days. So, here he is, dispatched from heaven with an answer for Daniel. He's going to Persia, to the actual land of Persia. And as he is heading that way, there is an attack in the spiritual realm. Now, we we don't talk a whole, whole lot about this because we don't want to seem too weird. So we're like, okay, we're dealing with stuff here on earth. And that's, <laughs> that's enough weird, <laughs> dealing with this mess but there is a spiritual realm and if we believe that there is good and that there is evil we cannot we cannot negate the fact that the bible talks about a spiritual realm and that there are battles going on between god's messengers angels Amen. warriors who fight for us and between the enemy of our souls who fight over our souls. Hey, we, we can't deny that fact. Because the Bible talks about it. So. He says. I was fighting. With the spirit prince. Of Persia. For 21 days. But then Michael. One of the chief princes. Came to help me. So we know that Michael. Is an archangel. We, we understand that from scripture. And he like, what said, is, what is going on here? So consider the way that this angelic messenger spoke of the princes. One was the prince of Persia, the land that Daniel was living in as an exile. So he was heading to Persia, to the actual land of Persia, but he got stopped by the spiritual force of evil that was over the land of Persia. Now if there was this spiritual force of evil over Persia, later on in this chapter he talks about the spiritual force of evil that was over Greece, yes. then we better believe that there's a spiritual force of evil that is over whatever area we're in. Oh my God. Lord help us. Amen. So he says that Michael one of the archangels of God he uses the same word prince as is used prince of Persia. So This prince of Persia must be a demonic force ruling the air in the land of Persia. Again, the same word is used. So he is not, well, some scholars try to make it uh, fit that he was talking about an actual physical prince who was in Persia. But I don't know how often the archangel Michael comes and fights with an actual physical prince. More likely, because the same word was used, it is the angel Michael and a demonic force over Persia. And it says the, this messenger who came to Daniel, some believe that it was Gabriel, but he is not named here, so it could have been him because he oftentimes was the messenger. We see him in the, in the chapter previous to this. So the messenger remained. Notice that he says, in, in the 13th verse I remain there with the kings of Persia so the the messenger remained. this word remain means to jut over or exceed so what he's actually saying he didn't say I remain here as in I'm I'm staying here with them he's saying I overcame them now he overcame the kings of Persia again this is the the wording here is different I don't want to lose you but The wording here is different. Some some scholars believe that this is referring to King Cyrus and his son who were being influenced by the demonic forces. Because remember that in the chapter previous to this, he had been praying, God, set our people free. God, it has been 70 years... You told us we would be set free. You told us that we would go back home out of the bondage that is here in this land. And Father, I'm asking you to set us free. And Cyrus was the one who could have allowed them to go free. Cyrus is the one who could have said, yes, go back home, go into your land. So it is possible that as Daniel was praying, that he was crying out to God, please let my people go home. And that the spirit prince of Persia had a hold on the land of Persia, had a hold on the rulers of Persia saying, no, don't, don't let these people go home. You keep them right where they are. You keep them enslaved. You keep them bound. But it was a fight in the heavenly realms that said, no, no, no no we need an answer here we, we need something to, to be overcome we need chains to break we need something to, to shift and so the angel said okay I, I, I fought with the spirit prince and then Michael came to help me fight and then I overcame the, the natural kings here so change is about to come and we understand that change did come that he let him go home. (laughs) So these forces broke through. And the vision that Daniel received was about things to come in future or or latter days. There was some kind of spiritual holdup that caused an earthly holdup. And as long as Daniel prayed and fasted, the messenger was able to battle to bring this vision. This, again, it, it led to the messenger getting involved with Persia's earthly rulers. So there is an importance of persistence. We understand that come January, our focus is going to be fasting and uh, coming to the Lord for three weeks in fasting. We're going through this season, and eating season. Yes, one of my favorite times of year. But then, on January 2nd, not the 1st, because that's going to be First Sunday Meal, and we're not going to fast on First Sunday Meal. Um, if, y'all, I mean if y'all want to, y'all go ahead. But I'm not going to fast on First Sunday Meal. But on January 2nd, we're going to declare a fast before the Lord. We're going to set aside three weeks to say, Lord, I want to get serious with you. I want to lay aside whatever it may be that's delightful to me. And your delightful may be different than my delightful. And that's okay. I know that um, in, in Jensen Franklin Church, they do a Daniel fast. I'm not insisting that we all do the same thing. Because maybe physically you can't or maybe you don't eat those things anyway. So it's not really a fast for you. But we're declaring a fast before the Lord. And if you haven't yet decided what you want to fast. Or even the object of your fast. Because a fast needs an object. If all you're doing for this fast is trying to lose some weight. Or trying to get off sugar. Bless my heart. It's like I do that every year. (laughs) Like, okay, yes, this is the time. Get all sugar. Yes. And then I do, and then go right back. Bless me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. But if that's the only reason for your fasting, then yeah, it'll have physical benefits, but it's not going to have spiritual benefits. You need an object, something to touch, to say, God, this is what I'm asking for. This is what I want from you. This is what I'm requesting of you. Perhaps you're even questioning whether or not you're going to fast. Maybe you're thinking, oh, nah. what difference does it make? What good is it going to do me? I don't know. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Well, I, I strongly encourage you to do so. We witness the example of Daniel that fasting and prayer are major weapons in our spiritual arsenal. This is a way to get in touch with the Lord. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to fast food entirely for 3 weeks. That's a lot. If if you've never done that before, that's a lot. But I am saying that if you fast social media. If you fast TV. You give up something that's important to you. If you have a caffeine addiction, please win yourself between now and January 2nd because we don't want you to to get really really sick which you can if you just cut it off cold turkey but if you feel the call of the Lord cut that down cut that off whatever it may be that's pleasant to you something that you want to say God I'm getting this out of the way because I I want my focus to be on you because I have needs I got stuff and I need an answer God so enemy hold ups There are certain questions to ask when you're not getting an answer. The first question to ask is, Are you shaking or are you seeking? There were companions with Daniel at that time that he received the visitation. Yet we're told twice that he was the only one who saw the vision from God. Those other guys, they felt a quaking of some sort, and they fled. They felt a shaking, but they were not seeking. Often we're satisfied to come into God's house, fill or something. And then to go home, to go home with the same frustrations, the same issues. to go home with the same sins and the same hang-ups, to not be changed. See, I can. I can come before God, and the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So I can come into God's presence, and I can praise Him, and I am doing what the Bible tells me to do. But it's my choice whether or not I am shaken or changed. It is my choice to come before God seeking Him, or to just, all right, I got my blessing, and I felt tingles, and I'm, thank you, Lord, that felt great, and I'm going to go home. That is a choice that I make. So I need to ask myself, am I shaking? Like, oh yeah, that was, that was great, and then tomorrow I'm going to feel the same as I did before I got here? Or am I truly seeking after something, and I need a vision from God? There is a fight in the heavenly realms. <laughs> but we all felt enough shaking to band-aid the issue. So we leave our angels to fight alone. alright Lord thanks that felt good see you next week and it was just enough to feel good for the day and it's right back to the same old thing tomorrow and we're fighting internally but what we really need to be doing is fighting in the spiritual realms with our prayers getting an answer through Getting out, getting that hold up out of the way. The second question to ask. <laughs> second question to ask: Are you willing to get ugly? Oh my! <laughs> For some of us, oh, bless it. Are you willing to get ugly? Now notice what Daniel said. Now. <laughs> He said, in verse 8, Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me. For my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. (laughs) His comeliness, this word meaning beauty, form, appearance, was turned into corruption. That word means destroyed. He had refrained from wine and from pleasant food and from meat for three weeks. So, certainly, he would have lost a little weight, depending on how much he, he ate through, you know, as a normal thing. He certainly would have lost some weight, maybe looked a little gaunt. He had not applied oils or lotions to his skin. He had not put that liniment on to help him, you know, get around a little better. He had not put on any perfumes to make himself more pleasant. Now, okay, we're going to pause. Understand, I mean, maybe y'all understand this, and understand online, I am not suggesting that y'all do not put on any deodorant for three weeks, that you fast, your makeup... That's not what I'm saying, okay? I'm not suggesting that you fast getting pretty. Because, I mean, Lord's going to have to really deal with me hard if he wants me to not. Okay, Lord. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that in order to affect the spiritual fight, we need to be willing to stop looking cute with God to come before oh i'm everything's fine lord i'm good everything's okay i'm just going to i'm going to put on my best face before you i'm going to c- put on my best face here at church and everything's good everything's fine we are doing great god and then you go home and it's hurting on the inside and you feel ugly on the inside because you won't stop looking cute It is time to admit to ourselves that we have prayers that desperately need an answer. And the only way to get through is to mess up your face and cry. The only way to get through is to break down, face down in front of God, and say, God, I don't care how I look to anybody else, I need an answer. I don't care what other people think of me right now. I don't care if I look cute to anyone else. God, I am willing right now to get ugly before you. We must be willing to look foolish as we pray. To look foolish as we praise. We talked about that a few weeks ago. That, that praise, that yada is foolish looking. You get crazy with it this praise to be willing to look foolish in order to break through and then number three ask yourself how's your posture Daniel had heard the voice of God he had heard God's voice when he was on his faith. it said that, that he was by the river And that as he began to hear the voice of the multitude, that that voice that called out to him and began to show him the vision that he was face down. That he was in an unconscious state. That as he was laying face down on the riverside, he heard from God. And God began to show him this vision. And then it said that he felt a touch when he was on his knees. God, I need to hear your word, then you need to have a face-down posture. God, I need to feel a touch, then you need a knees-down posture. You need to come before God in a posture of receiving him. Oh, yes. Yes. It said that he received understanding when he came before God trembling. God, I need to know what your direction is. I need to see, I need to understand, and then we need to come before him trembling. He began his fast in an attitude of mourning, sadness. When he set his heart to reach God, God dispatched that answer immediately. And then as he continued to pray and to humble himself and to get his face messed up. The enemy hold up. Was blocked. The enemy was... Was trying to withhold that answer. The enemy was trying to keep him from receiving. The enemy was trying to keep God's people bound. (laughs) But as he prayed. Heaven was shaken. The heavenly realms were shaken. And the answer made it to Daniel. Some prayers are going to be answered when we fight with our faces down. This is war. This is war. <laughs> Bless the Lord. This is war. We gotta get serious. So, if your answer is being held up, and maybe you've never experienced that, maybe you're getting your answers left and right. <laughs> I th- but I think that the <sighs> the testimony that I gave, the testimony that Dad gave. You know, we, we testify of that because it happened really quickly. And that's not always the norm. <laughs> Sometimes there are holdups. Now, we, we're going to, just letting you all know, we're going to talk for the next couple of weeks about other types of holdups. So, um, it's not always the enemy. I'll, just, I'll go ahead and let you in on that. It's not always the enemy. But in the times that it is, these are some of the ways that we can receive from God, keep pushing through. To have a heavenly breakthrough. Because when there is a heavenly breakthrough, then there's an earthly breakthrough. It was when, it was when there was uh, the, the fight between the Prince of Persia and the Archangel Michael. When they, were, when they were fighting, then that messenger was able to come on down to Daniel... To affect change with the kings of Persia. So, when the fight is being won in the heavenly realms, then down here on earth, breakthrough happens. So, if you don't receive an answer yet, if you've been praying for a while, three weeks or more, if you haven't received an answer yet, don't give up. Because the, the issue may be the enemy, that may be your holdup. So, ask yourself are you shaking or are you seeking? Are you willing to get ugly? And how is your posture? So today, I don't know what you need from the Lord. I mean, I know what some of you, what I think some (laughs) of you need, just because of things that you've said to me or whatever, but I don't know deep within your heart what it is that you need from God. I don't know what it is that, at your very core, now you may say, I need need this, I need that, I need... But... um, But really and truly it's something different. Maybe the issue's not the issue. Maybe you need something completely different than you think you do. So today, I'm asking us, I'm asking us to have a posture of humility before the Lord. And if you are able and you feel comfortable to come and pray at the altar, I'm asking us to do that today. To come before God. Again, as a, as a sign and a symbol, I'm not saying that you can't receive at your seat. You certainly can. But if you're able to come down here, I encourage you to because we need to get serious with God. As the music plays and as we talk to God and come down in, into a, a posture of humility before Him and saying, God, I need you. I need something. God, I need this. God, I can't be like this anymore. God, I need an answer. God, I need an answer. God, I need an You humbled yourself before the Lord as you set yourself aside. You're getting serious with you. And God, we, we believe that you're going to hear and answer our prayers. God, that you are beginning even now to dispatch an answer. And God, give us the determination. Give us the, the determination to continue in these prayers, to continually seek after you, to receive from you break you in a vision God we just we trust you Father we ask you now may Yahweh bless you and keep you make his face to shine upon you may he be gracious to you and may he give you his peace in Jesus precious name Amen Amen